Hi, and welcome to Bake Sale, the show featuring conversations with kid-friendly creators about their kid-friendly Kickstarter and crowdfunding projects. I'm here today with New York City-based musician Susie Shelton, who is currently in the midst of a Kickstarter project for her third full-length family music album, Smile in My Heart. And so I was going to going to talk to her today about uh, Kickstarter and about her album and her life as a kid's musician and uh, how that uh, changes a bit over time. So Susie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show, Stefan. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So uh, uh, we were talking before we were recording about uh, getting up early and, and uh, uh, how Arizona doesn't do daylight savings, and in part that's because it gets so hot here that who wants to have the sun go down at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. Uh, New York City, are, are you finally experiencing some spring? We have a little bit of spring here. We had yesterday was maybe the first day where we didn't have to wear a coat, but then again today is now a cold rainy day. So we're hoping it's going to happen soon. We do have a couple of flowers popping up in our garden in the back, so... That's promising. Oh, good. <laughs> We're ready. Oh, and, and not to, and not to make I, I, my intent is not to make people feel uh, jealous about Arizona weather. If it uh, it's supposed <laughs> to be ninety five on Tuesday here. Oh, so. man, oh my goodness! Yeah, not at all here in Brooklyn, but yeah. maybe so, soon. Well, good. Well, so Susie, um, one of the things that uh, surprised me. Uh, as I went back and I, I reviewed the, the Kickstarter project, and of course I'll have a link to the the project in the show notes for this episode, which you can find all the show notes at www.zooglobal.com slash bake sale, that's one word, was that this smile in my heart is going to be actually only your third full-length kid CD, and which surprised me because, you know, I feel like you had albums out before I even started really reviewing kids' music, you know, in, in serious and earnest back like in 2005, 2006. So um, can you talk a little bit about true. how you got into kids' music and how you've been doing this for uh, sure. 10 years or more? I have been doing this for quite a long time. Um, I started off working at a children's museum of the arts in Soho about 16 years ago. And that's when I first met musician friends that formed the Imagination Workshop Band, which was my very first band that I was in for kids. And we produced two albums with that band. Um, And then I ventured off into my own and started doing my own music after my son was born. And so now my son is turning 16 this June. So, which is crazy to think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so a lot of the first album, which was Simply Susie, had to do with him. Um, and my daughter was just a baby at the time. And so we kind of did two albums back to back. Like within a couple of years of each other, we, we did two albums, Bam Bam. And that was really fun and really exciting. Um, but it also, you know, it takes, it takes a lot. It, it kind of drains you a little bit and and it's hard to sort of get back the the funds that you need to make a third album so that's why I think I had six years in between and I also I've actually been putting together some of these songs for quite a while um and so they finally have gotten their time on the cd some of the songs that are on this third cd were actually started way back when when I was making my first cd (laughs) so so how much of the cd do you 
are, are songs that you've written maybe with this particular album in mind here, maybe over the past year or so? And, and how many of them are, are songs that have been road tested, as they say, sort of, you know, five, six years old? That's a really good question. Um, I would say a lot of the songs, probably about four of the songs have been the more recent songs. Um, one song in particular was just written last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Cinnamon Bear, and that was written when I was on a trip with my family to Yellowstone National Park, and we actually saw a little cinnamon bear cub in the valley eating berries, and that song came about within like a half an hour. Oh. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a nice one to write. I had my ukulele with me in the RV that we rented, and that song was just written this past summer. So that was great to add on to the album. And then a couple of the other songs, this one song in particular called It's a Beautiful Day was started when my son was in kindergarten. So that's going on about 10 years now. Yeah, I was going to say you're you're almost 16-year-old son now. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that song just never made the cut. We never could finish it in time to get it on the other two albums. And this time around, I was like, that song needs to be finished. And so we finished it. And it's, it's a great song. It's actually one of my favorite songs on the new album. Um, in addition to the Cinnamon Bear song, which is another one. And then this other song that's on the album, it's called Go Fire Truck Go. Um, this song was actually written two years ago, and it was started by a four-year-old student of mine um, who had was fascinated with fire trucks and had visited his local fire station, which happens to be my local fire station, too. We live in the same neighborhood, um, Ladder 122. And they were so receptive to him coming. He, he would go all the time, and he knew all the guys in the firehouse. And he was inspired to write the song, Go Fire Truck Go, that we ended up co-writing together with my friend John Sampson. Um, and wow. then turned into a music video, and we shot the music video at Ladder 122. So that video is actually going to be released on the release date of the CD, which is May 4th. Cool. And we're super excited about that. Cool. So... Um, do you, I, I, I tend to think of um, life as a musician sort of in, in three different, well, there are really four parts. The fourth part being the <laughs> business side of being a musician, sort of sure. all the, all the uh, booking and uh, promoting and um, talking to people on Skype. Um, <laughs> but um, between the writing of songs, the recording and producing of of albums and performing live, uh, which do you enjoy most? Oh, that's a really hard question. I really enjoy all of it. I have to say there's, there's a lot to be said for the writing. The writing is really creative. It's really satisfying. I love working with other musicians to help me form the songs. Um, and, you know, I also... I really like producing the music, too. I, I love going into the recording studio, and I love seeing the songs start from one little nugget and turning into fully produced songs. That's, that's amazing to me. I feel like that's such a gift to be able to go into a recording studio and, and record your own songs that you've written. Um, but I also really enjoy, I teach a lot. I teach in a different school every day. And a lot of the kids that I teach, um, know my material and we also work on traditional songs and it's just the feedback of having the audience singing, um, with you is just, that's amazing. And then there's the performance part. I have to say, like, I love that part. I love being, in a sense, a kitty rock star. I love that. I love working with musicians on stage. I love having the kids um, dancing with you and having the parents dancing along. So 
I guess the part that I like the least is the business end. And that's just because I'm really not much of a business person. So I do have to have people help me with that end. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw um, uh, a post yesterday somewhere on the internet where um, it was a musician, uh, not a kid's musician, um, mm-hmm. but a, a musician who was uh, annoyed with the term DIY musician because yeah. <laughs> she thought it was really um, uh, not in the spirit of, you know, what people maybe think of when they use that phrase in that, you know, DIY means you're doing everything yourself. And she was like, well, no, I don't, you know, I do a lot of it. You know, I program a website and I respond to emails and I do my own booking, but I also have to hire musicians for my gigs. I have to go into recording studios and have other people record me. Um, you know, I mean, it, it is not a, uh, it is not a solo endeavor. There, the the number of artists that can do that sort of thing all by themselves is. Um... I know. Yes, I'm definitely. I, I agree with you. I'm not a solo endeavor by any means. I have such a great network of people, friends and family around me all the time, helping me do this because I I couldn't do it by myself. <laughs> so, um, you were in the studio uh, with uh, Mark Bazerman, who is a kids musician in yeah. his own right. Um, what's that like having a, um, a musician who sort of somebody who does basically, I don't want to say basically the same thing you do, but I mean, you know, that's different from like a producer who might not make and perform his or her own music. What's that like having his input and perspective in the studio? You know, I have to say the wonderful thing about Mark is that he's, he's very, um, artist oriented which means he's letting me take the lead in everything he listens to all of my suggestions he listens to all of my ideas he will put in his two cents when needed and do what a great producer will do and make something into a great song but he never really um interjects the the kid music side into it because i think what he's just trying to do is just make a great song Um, The fact that he is a kid's musician, though, is really helpful in terms of just like running ideas back and forth and, you know, talking about certain gigs and sharing gigs and sharing information. Um, And that's kind of how I work anyway as a kid's musician. I feel like I really do utilize the network that I'm surrounded by. And a lot of the concerts that I go to see that are also kid concerts, they're just they're my friends. (laughs) I feel like I've known them for years now. And they know my kids and I know theirs and I know their songs and I just feel like it's it's a wonderful network and it's great to be able to work with somebody who kind of gets that. Good. Um, talking a little bit about the Kickstarter project itself, um, I always like asking in these interviews um, what uh, musicians or uh, the creators' favorite uh, Kickstarter rewards are. And, you know, like, a, like many... Uh, uh, CD projects, uh, you've got rewards for, you know, CDs or downloads. Um, but I was wondering, uh, which of the rewards do you, do you particularly like, or do you think are particularly interesting, or do you hope that uh, money aside that somebody picks just because you think, man, I, a lot of thought went into, uh, creating or thinking about that reward. And I'd really like to have a chance to, to share that with somebody or multiple somebodies. No, I, I definitely I'm really excited about our rewards because um, the one reward that I'm most excited about um, is the donating a concert to a school. And this idea came about because an actual student of mine around Christmas time 
told her mom that for Christmas she would like to donate a Susie Shelton concert to a school that couldn't normally have Susie come. Mm -hmm. And it was just this wonderful idea that she came up with on her own. And the mom emailed me and she said, Susie, you know, would you be interested in doing something like this? And so we actually did see that concert through and it was donated by her parents to go into a school um, that really wasn't going to be able to afford to have a music concert. And it was such a great idea that I added it on to one of the rewards for my Kickstarter. One of the incentives is that you could pay it forward. And and if somebody was out there who really wanted to do this for another school, um, they could. And somebody did. I and see actually, that. My first couple days of the Kickstarter, a friend of mine who I used to teach her kids, gosh, maybe even like seven years ago, um, haven't talked to her in years. She's the one who donated a concert to a school. So I, I, I really hope we reach our goal because I hope I can make good on that one because I already have a school in mind and I would love to be able to just give them a concert. So that's one of my favorite rewards. In addition, we have some really beautiful cinnamon bears, um, just like the one in our music video that um, come with an autographed CD. And so that's a great reward. I feel like the cinnamon bear is is this really adorable, cuddly bear that a lot of kids have, have really adored. And in my live shows, we have the cinnamon bear puppet that comes out and pops up and says hello. And, and it's just a really big, fun draw right now that, that the kids are really into, and I'm really into it too. So the cinnamon bear is another incentive. Um, and it comes with a little Susie Music t-shirt, which is also really fun. <laughs> and the oh, and the other one, there's another one that I think um, my daughter is my main gumdrop, which is my backup singer on stage. So she's a gumdrop. She mm -hmm. has a couple of her friends that are also gumdrops. And a little while back, I had a friend of mine also whose daughter just wanted to be a gumdrop so badly. And she drew me a picture and said, Miss Susie, you know, can I ever be a gumdrop someday and one of your concerts and my friend emailed me and she's like you know this is this is from my daughter and you don't have to put her on stage but if you ever could she would love it and so one of the incentives in the kickstarter is be a gumdrop for a day and you could come um and be in one of our new york city shows coming up this spring summer or fall and be a backup singer with my daughter emma and be a gumdrop for a day and that's that's an incentive i think is really really fun Oh. Um, I, you know, you had mentioned, and again, uh, listeners, uh, I will have a link to the project in the show notes for this page, or you can just go to Kickstarter, and I'm sure if you search on Susie with a Z, Shelton, yeah. <laughs> you will be able to find, you probably could find it even if you typed in Susie with two S's, uh, but Susie Shelton on, on Kickstarter, and I'm sure that you will uh, find the project fairly immediately. Um you were mentioning though earlier uh, about like students that you had many years, you know, six, seven years ago. I'm wondering what's, what, what that is like for a kid's musician to sort of run into. I mean, I imagine it's like sort of, te te you know, obviously teachers seeing their old students, but you know, uh, what's that like for a musician to see somebody that they remember playing for when they were four year old, four year, four years old, bouncing yeah. around stage and they come up to they come up to you with you know their girlfriend or their boyfriend or they're driving a car <laughs> or, you know you probably haven't been doing bizarre. it long enough to have them come up with their own kids but I mean yeah, what are the no, sort of... not yet, but it's a little bizarre although I have to say I love it and when they come up to me and they remember me and they give me a hug or they say you know now I'm playing guitar or I'm playing ukulele or I you know I'm writing my own songs and I mean that's just the best and that does happen 
because it happens pretty often because I do tend to stay in schools for quite a while. <laughs> so I could see a child in kindergarten and then, you know, the fifth graders will still see me and say, hi, Miss Susie. And it's just, it is pretty bizarre, but it's wonderful too. I really do love it. Um, one other thing I did want to ask you about was, um, I think, you know, obviously, uh, there have been a lot of Kickstarter kids music projects recently, so you're not necessarily the first mm -hmm. in that regard, but I think you were probably the first, uh, kids musician to use stage it to do live shows. Uh, um, and so, uh, I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about, um, stage it and how you decided to, um, jump in with doing live shows over the internet and sort of what you've learned or enjoyed about doing that. I love stage it. I still, we still have a stage it show once a month. Um, sometimes we have a big turnout, sometimes not, but it doesn't really matter because as long as I even have one viewer, it's like a private concert just for them. And the best part about stage it is that they just tell me what they want to hear. So it's immediate. Like they're, they're texting me at the same or messaging me at the same time that I'm singing and, um, sometimes it's like a big party, especially if you have like 20 different people, um, messaging me at the same time, the song requests that they want. And we try to honor all of them. It's, it's a very short show. It's about 25 minutes long, but it's really fun. It's really personal. I wish I could see everyone the way that they can see me, but I can see what they're texting and what they're messaging. And that's, that's just the best. So I'm going to continue to do it. I feel like it's a great platform for musicians just to be able to perform, from your own home and to be able to reach a larger audience. So if, you know, i mostly do stay in New York city. If, if friends are not in New York, they can see the show and they can hear the new songs and they can give me their requests. Great. So, um, you, you've recorded the album and you're kickstarting the, the, the project to help sort of all, all the funds required to yes. pay everybody who exactly. <laughs> gave their time and to do stuff like exactly. printing up yeah. CDs. So what's, what's the rest of your spring looking like? What are you going to be doing here for the next, uh, two, three months? <laughs> That's a really good question. I mean, we do, we are performing quite a bit, so we do have a lot of shows coming up. Um, I am going to take a little time off though, and we are going to have a little bit of a spring break and head up to Woodstock for a few days mm -hmm. with my friend, little Miss Anne from Chicago and her family. Um, so we're actually hoping to maybe write a song while we're up there. Um, we're going to have some musicians, friends around us and we're just going to kick back and, and relax a little bit. It's been a really busy couple of months, but um, <laughs> that's the spring. And then the summertime I, I work and, you know, we, we work and the kids go to camp and then we always visit family towards the end of the summer. And then we kind of come back and regroup and do some more shows. <laughs> and, and, and the, and the album release date is intended it's, to be May 4th. Yes, it's Sunday, May 4th, and we have booked a venue that I really love here in Brooklyn. It's called the Bell House, and it's a great big space um, with a nice, wonderful stage and wonderful sound system and a wonderful group of people, and it's going to be a really fun party. Cool. Okay, well, Susie, I really appreciate you taking the time today to talk to me about your project and about uh, making music. This was lots of fun. If if and when listeners want to find out more about you, where are the two or three best places on the interwebs that they can find more out about Susie Shelton? The best place would just be on my website, which is susieshelton.com, S-U-Z-I, 
S-H-E-L-T-O-N.com. I have everything, all my shows and the Kickstarter information. We even have a couple music videos up there. Um, we also have some links to hearing my songs from my previous albums um, on that site. And then I'm on Facebook quite a bit. Um, so Facebook is a great place for me to find me. It's Susie Shelton Musician Page. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Susie Shelton. So those three are probably the best places to find me. In addition to YouTube, my Susie Shelton channel on YouTube. Um, and you can see our newest video, Cinnamon Bear, which we just released last week, is on YouTube. Okay. Awesome. Uh, well, Susie, thank you again so much for joining me. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you so much for inviting me. Sure. And listeners, thank you as well for joining me and us. Uh, as always, if you have questions, please send me an email, zooglobal at earthlink.net. If you listen via iTunes or any other podcasting network that lets you rate and review podcasts, I sure would appreciate a rating and review of the podcast. And uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>